drive a Chinese model. If I did, people would think I am cheap and laugh at me. Japanese and German cars are too expensive for me, so I might get a Hyundai Elantra or a Ford Focus. Please lend me $10,000. I'm begging you to help me out. That was insane. Foreign cars are double-priced in China. A Ford Taurus sells for 250,000 yuan in my home province of Sichuan. More than $30,000. I told Yuchen an automobile was just a vehicle. No need to be fancy. She must drop her vanity. Certainly I wouldn't lend her the money, because that might amount to hitting a dog with a meatball. Nothing would come back. So I said no. As it is, I'm still renting and have to save for the down payment on a small apartment somewhere in Queens. My family always assumes that I can pick up cash right and left here. No matter how hard I explain, they can't see how awful my job at a sushi house is. I waitress ten hours a day, seven days a week. My legs are swollen when I punch out at 10 p.m. I might never be able to buy an apartment at all. I'm eager to leave my job and start something of my own. A snack bar or a nail salon or a video store. I must save every penny. For two weeks, Yuchin and I argued. How I hated the email exchanges. Every morning I flicked on the computer and saw a new message from her, sometimes three or four. I often thought of ignoring them, but if I did, I'd fidget at work, as if I had eaten something that had upset my stomach. If only I had pretended I had never gotten her email at the outset, so that we could have continued writing letters. I used to believe that in the United States you could always reshape your relationships with the people back home. You could restart your life on your own terms. But the internet has spoiled everything. My family is able to get a hold of me whenever they like. They might as well live nearby. Four days ago, Yuchin sent me this message. Elder sister, since you refused to help me, I decided to act on my own. At any rate, I must have a car. Please don't be mad at me. Here is a website you should take a look at. I was late for work, so I didn't visit the site. For the whole day I kept wondering what she was up to, and my left eyelid twitched nonstop. She might have solicited donations. She was impulsive, and could get outrageous. When I came back that night and turned on my computer, I was flabbergasted to see that she had put out an ad on a popular site. She announced, Healthy young woman ready to offer you her organs, in order to buy a car. Willing to sell any part as long as I still can drive thereafter. Contact me and let us talk. She listed her phone number and email address. I wondered if she was just bluffing. Perhaps she was. On the other hand, she was such a hothead that for a damned car she might not hesitate to sell a kidney, or a cornea, or a piece of her liver. I couldn't help but call her names while rubbing my forehead. I had to do something right away. Someone might take advantage of the situation and sign a contract with her. She was my only sibling. If she messed up her life, there would be nobody to take care of our old parents. If I was living near them, I might have called her bluff but now there was no way out. I wrote her back. All right, my idiot sister. I will lend you $10,000. Remove your ad from the website. Now. 
In a couple of minutes, she returned. Thank you. Gonna take it off right away. I know you're the only person I can rely on in the whole world. I responded. I will lend you the money I made by working my ass off. You must pay it back within two years. I have kept a hard copy of our email exchanges, so do not assume you can write off the loan. She came back. Got it. Have a nice dream, sister. She added a smile sign. Get out of my face, I muttered. If only I could shut her out of my life for a few weeks. If only I could go somewhere for some peace and quiet. A Composer and His Parakeets Before departing for Thailand with her film crew, Supriya left in Fan Lin's care the parakeet she had inherited.